Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 900, What It Means to Be Rich, The Difference Between Income and Wealth, by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. And I'm your host and narrator, my name is Dan, and welcome to the 900th episode of Optimal Finance Daily, and I thank you so much for helping us reach yet another milestone. This is the podcast where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet, And I'm gonna keep this Friday intro nice and short for you today, so let's get right to it now as we start optimizing your life. What It Means to Be Rich, The Difference Between Income and Wealth by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. I'm generally a pretty laid-back guy, but like anyone, I do have pet peeves. Because I write about money, I have lots of trivial personal finance pet peeves. Like, it's saving rate, not savings rate. Dave Ramsey did not invent the debt snowball, and his version is but one kind of debt snowball. It's not the only debt snowball. See, I told you these pet peeves were trivial. It's silly that I'm bugged by this stuff, but I am. I'm sure you have your pet peeves too, especially when it comes to your work. One of my top pet peeves in the world of personal finance is when people who should know better conflate income and wealth. A high income can lead to great wealth, although it doesn't always, but they're not the same thing. I see this error frequently, even in high-profile articles at major media outlets. This morning, for example, I read an article at Vox about income inequality in Europe and the United States. The piece opens like this. Quote, Income inequality is a growing problem in the United States. The richest Americans have reaped a disproportional amount of economic growth, while worker wages have failed to keep pace. End quote. The author elaborates, quote, From 1980 to 2016, the poorest half of the U.S. population has seen its share of income steadily decline, and the top 1% have grabbed more, end quote. What bugs me here are the logical leaps from low income to poor and from high income to rich. But I can't blame the author of this article. The source material makes the same mistake. The difference between income and wealth. Now, I'm not here to explore income equality, that's a subject for another day, but I want to talk about the difference between income and wealth and why they're not the same thing. First, let's define our terms. Income is earning money. Yes, it's the primary piece of wealth creation, but income itself is not wealth. Wealth is having money. If you have a lot of money, you are rich, 
If you don't have much money, you're poor. Income and wealth are related, but it's a complicated relationship. In 2016, the Don't Quit Your Day Job blog took data from the Federal Reserve's 2013 Survey of Consumer Finances to examine this very subject. The conclusion at DQYDJ, quote, yes, people with higher incomes do tend to have higher net worths, end quote. However, quote, the connection is a lot looser than it may appear before looking into the statistics, end quote. For any given income level, people have a huge range of net worths. If you look at the $100,000 income level in the chart, for instance, folks have net worths ranging from $1,000 to $10 million. That said, people with higher incomes do tend to have greater wealth. In a follow-up piece, DQYDJ graphed the correlation of income and wealth by age. As you might expect, for young adults, income has very little to do with net worth. During prime earning years, however, there's a strong correlation. Then the correlation drops. Then, once you get past 50, the correlation isn't strong at all. So why is this? Earning money is only part of the equation. What you do with the money you earn has a profound impact on your wealth. Filling the bucket. If you earn a lot but you also spend a lot, especially on things that lose value, then you won't accumulate wealth. If you make poor investments, you won't accumulate wealth. If you suffer misfortune, you won't accumulate wealth. Your income is like water flowing through a hose. The higher your income, the larger the flow of water. But wealth, net worth, is like a bucket that you're filling with water. If you have a high flow hose but you're spilling the water on the ground instead of filling the bucket, you're not going to fill it very quickly. On the other hand, even a trickle of water can fill the bucket if you're careful and take your time. In my real life, I know families with household incomes approaching $250,000 that have almost zero net worth. They buy, and sometimes wreck, fancy cars, cars that quickly depreciate in value. They take expensive vacations. They eat out for every meal. They spend a ton on entertainment. These folks have high incomes and live a lavish lifestyle, but they're not rich. If they were to lose their jobs, they'd be in trouble. On the other hand, I've met with many Get Rich Slowly readers who have mundane jobs with modest incomes, yet they've managed to build small fortunes, especially in relation to their spending. How? By keeping expenses low. They may not make as much, but they have a high saving rate and they know how to invest wisely. Yesterday, at a wealth of common sense, Ben Carlson wrote about the three levels of wealth. He looked at both income and net worth numbers and at how these relate to economic class. His conclusion? Quote, the standard of living where you choose to reside can have a huge impact on how far any of these income or wealth numbers can get you, and how much or how little you choose to spend of that income or wealth also plays a role. Lifestyle inflation can be a killer if you're not careful, no matter how much money you make. End quote. A high income can fund a lavish lifestyle, but if you spend most or all of that income, you're not building wealth. You're not rich the high times probably will not last. Believing that they will is part of the forever fallacy. You just listened to the post titled What It Means to Be Rich, The Difference Between Income and Wealth by J.D. Roth of GetRichSlowly.org. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. 
Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And that's it for our milestone episode, 900 episodes of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you so much for your support and for listening and subscribing to our show. It is all thanks to you and our authors for helping us get to number 900. So have yourself a great weekend and I'll be back with more posts for you next week where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.